Good morning. Ever since the town of Hillsboro lost its own zip code and all their addresses started saying Percival, they've been wanting to get their own addresses back. And now that they've got it back, some people outside town wish they hadn't. For Friday, August 10th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. As of April 1st, the United States Postal Service agreed to recognize Hillsborough as a unique town by identifying thousands of addresses north of Route 7 as being part of Hillsborough rather than part of Percival. The town had requested that the Postal Service reinstate Hillsborough's old zip code, 20133, which the post office eliminated when it consolidated it with Percival 14 years ago. The post office didn't change the zip codes, but it said that residents in the northern part of that 80-square-mile zip code could use either Hillsboro or Percival as their address. This has been good news for the 120 people who live in town, but it seems to be creating trouble for some of the nearly 2,000 people living outside town limits. Alan Jackson, who lives in the Catoctin Creek Homeowners Association, said he never knew about the plan to change the zip code, which has been a priority for the town since 2016. And when he came back to his home this summer from winter in Florida, he was surprised to see his mail had a Hillsborough address. He tried to schedule delivery to his home using his Percival address, only to learn the delivery driver couldn't find his house. He said he also temporarily lost two checks in the mail. Postal Service spokesperson Felicia Lott said the post office doesn't dictate which town name companies and individuals use when addressing mail and said everyone should be getting their mail since the post office actually uses the zip codes to determine which post office it goes to. In other words, it really shouldn't matter what town name is on the address. A representative from the Percival Post Office said basically the same. Hillsborough Mayor Roger Vance said the town did all it could to get the word out about the town's plans through the media, the town website, and a notice to residents answering 30 questions about the change. We here at Loudon Now, in fact, have also written about it a few times. And while he, Vance, was hoping the post office would notify residents of the change, he said they didn't really do anything of the sort. Still, others have welcomed and benefited from the change. Alta Jones, the owner of Alta Terra Farm Bed and Breakfast just west of Hillsboro, said she likes having a Hillsboro address since her business is much closer to Hillsboro than it is to Percival. It's all been part of the town's work to get its unique identity back, which was first eroded 34 years ago when the Hillsboro Post Office shut down. From 1984 to 2004, residents used P.O. boxes in the Hilltom Market to get their mail. In 2004, the town lost its zip code. Town residents have shared the 20132 zip code with Percival ever since. Last November, the town formally requested the post office reestablish its old zip code, which, as I mentioned, resulted not in that zip code coming back, but it did mean they had the option of using Hillsboro or Percival in their addresses. The post office has agreed to change the Catoctin Creek neighborhood's preferred city name back to Percival, and post office representatives said if you're still not getting your mail, you should contact them. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story.
In other news, for the first time in its 42-year history, Parkview High School will not have a varsity football team. School administration announced yesterday that too few players tried out to field a team. Parkview had 18 varsity-level players report for the opening of practice this month, half of whom had never played football. The Virginia High School League recommends that schools not try to field a varsity football team with fewer than 25 players. So, for 2018, Parkview will have only a junior varsity team. According to a statement from the school system, quote, given the highly competitive nature of Parkview's schedule, it was decided by school and school division officials that playing at the varsity level this season would have exposed players to a heightened and unacceptable risk of injury, end quote. Coaches and athletic directors are working out an alternate schedule for the fall season and probably the 2019 season that reflects the school's level of competitiveness. In the meantime, the Virginia High School League has allowed Parkview's returning juniors and seniors to join the roster at Dominion High School, but they would have to transfer to Dominion as students. This is a waiver of the rule that does not allow newly transferred students to play a varsity sport for a full year. For the fourth time in a little over a year, the town of Lovettsville has a new town manager. This week, the town council unanimously appointed Larry Hughes as interim town manager after the retirement in July of Sam Fenns. Hughes will be in the job until at least November 7th, working about 25 hours a week. His top priorities are to help start the fiscal year 2020 budget process and to recruit the town's next permanent town manager. That person will be Lovettsville's fifth permanent town manager in its history. Hughes has served in local government before as the deputy county executive for Prince William County and the budget director for the city manager's office in Richmond. He's also served in interim roles in Stafford and Fauquier counties, the town of Dumfries, and the city of Mount Rainier, Maryland. In 2012, Hughes retired as the city manager of Manassas after 13 years. During that time, he helped the city develop its $4.5 million city square project and create its Department of Fire and Rescue. Loudon will be getting its first Trader Joe's in less than a month. The company announced yesterday it will open in one Loudon on Thursday, September 6th. It will be the grocery store's 14th location in Virginia. And a man from Sterling is out on bail after a seventh arrest for driving with a revoked license. According to the sheriff's office, 42-year-old Joseph P. Lim was out on bail from an arrest in July for driving with a revoked license and awaiting trial. He was arrested again this week on Thomas Jefferson Drive in Sterling after a deputy observed a traffic violation. It's the seventh time in 10 years he's been charged with driving with a revoked license. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Old Ox Brewery is releasing their Down the Hatch Amber Lager made with Hatch chilies from Mexico's Hatch Valley for a subtle kick. Fat Yummy's Quesadilla Cantina on Wheels will be serving food and the Vandalays start playing some tunes at 6.30pm. It all starts today at 2.30pm. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at GetOutLoudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, breed a very spicy new chili and name it after the Morning Minute to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend and have a great day.